When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. And that saucy, sexy brunch music only means that it is time for Saturday brunch here on No Credentials Required, where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. We're presented by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. My name's Ron McCarthy. I'm one of the hosts. And to my right is a man who sold some people the Wonka experience of his own, but just turned out to be a chocolate fountain in the middle of nowhere. We got Dustin Henry. <laughs> Dustin, how are you doing today? <laughs> I, I fulfilled three three the one quarter of my promise. I booked a warehouse. I thought it was smaller. Once I got in there, I was intimidated. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh, we're gonna be getting to that into the show. But let me say, it's good to be back after a two week uh, after a two week uh, respite from the brunch episodes. It's good to be back in the brunch chair. I got my coffee. You can guess what it is. And I got my specialty mug here. And if oh, yeah. people want to read it, Show if people want to read it, they can. I won't say it out loud. All right. I'll, 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 I'll say it out loud because <laughs> I, I want the people on the on the audio side to hear. It says that the mug says, I didn't fart. My ass blew you a kiss. <laughs> this was a gift. I did not buy this. This was a gift, but I love it. Shout out to my sister who is not watching because she only watches when we do movie reviews. But uh, <laughs> good morning, good to be back with you. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right. You know, I I, I got a uh, little bit of allergies going on, but uh, my sciences are a little bit eh, because of uh, the early the weird weather going on in the area. Uh, yeah, the fact that we have like early spring and it's going to continue tomorrow, I guess. So I guess everything's blooming early and my sciences have decided to say, let's have a party. And oh, uh, yeah, it's uh it's awesome. Uh, but otherwise, no, things are good. We got, I'm, I'm, I'm not drinking my, out of my usual mug this morning. I'm drinking out of my New York Jets travel mug because we're having some kitchen renovations. that are being done shot to uh, my new best bud, Courtney, who's uh, been here for the week. Uh, doing our kitchen, so it's going to look awesome. It looks like it's looking awesome right now, but it's going to look better once everything is done. And it, we're, you know, if you're if you're uh, if you're in the area in the five one eight area, and you need somebody to do some efficient contracting work, Courtney is your gal. Courtney hmm. is your gal. So I may, I mean, some of the stuff that I want done is just stuff that I'm like too lazy to attempt to do myself. And also, I've been thinking about repainting. The house. I might give you 
a shout about that. And also, I was thinking, once the kitchen is renovated, we must do an on-premises at your palatial estate, an on-premises, no kitchen required review. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, no, well, well, yeah, now it's going to have a breakfast bar and more counter space. Absolutely. We got to do, we have to do a uh, no kitchen required yeah uh, episode for sure for sure that'll be in the U that'll be a youtube exclusive so uh so stand by if you're on youtube hit the subscribe button hit the notification button but we'll tell you to do that in a, in a minute in a minute or two but before we get into today's episode today's version of the saturday brunch we just want to remind you to go to our social media channels which are right down here below if you're watching twitter instagram and the scarcely used tiktok it's at no creds req facebook.com forward slash no creds req youtube.com forward slash at no creds req if you're watching the replay on rumble we welcome you and we also just want to remind you to please go ahead and like comment share and subscribe to all to all of our social media channels on the podcast side subscribe to the podcast on whichever podcast platform you subscribe to whether it's apple podcast spotify spreaker good pods iheart tune in Pandora, whichever podcast platform you use, subscribe to us on your preferred podcast platform or wherever you podcast, rate the review. A five-star review will do just nicely. And if you're on a platform where you can review the show, please leave us a review. We'll even read it on the air. And we've got some live comments coming in just as we're going on, but just want to remind you that this is a live show going on we stream live then we replay it later uh whether on podcast or on the rumble channel or you can watch it anytime live anytime on replay uh for uh, whether on you're subscribed to our other podcast networks or other uh channels we want you to engage with the show we want your comments dustin i know it's saturday morning but this is a bonus edition we want to hear that nice nice nicey nice sound always <laughs> Like I said, we got some comments rolling in. Mich Julie from Michigan, she's here for the first time in a couple weeks. She says hi. Uh, Brother Josiah says hi, Ryan and Dustin. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning. Also says we'll leave. He'll leave us a review with pleasure. Five star coming. Awesome. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you, brother. Brother. All right. So we're gonna talk. We're not gonna talk sports for this first segment. I know it's a shock. I know. Oh, I'm we're leading sure. off. We're leading we're off. We're leading off. I forgot to tell you this. I, my, my, my apologies, but we're going to lead off with this because this story, I just can't get it out of my mind. I can't get this out of my mind. <laughs> the Willy Wonka, the Wonka chocolate experience, or as I call it, the fire fest for kids. <laughs> now, this story I heard about on the, uh, the show, my, one of my favorite comedy podcasts is called, it's called, uh, it's called Normal World uh, with one of my favorite comedians. His name is Dave Landau. It's a great show. Check it out. It's a really funny show. And he talked about this story. I think it was on Wednesday's edition about a Willy Wonka experience in Glasgow, Scotland, which actually turned out to be, and I'm just going to describe it as the worst. Think about the worst per birthday party you've ever been to, but you, <laughs> but you have to pay for it. Yeah. 
Yeah, this is a bait and switch if I've ever seen one. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, when I told Dustin what we're going to talk about today, I just see him reply, ha, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then I sent him the article, and I'm just going to quote the article from CBS News, and this is what it says, and I quote, Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory is a magical, colorful place with a chocolate river, edible flowers, and Oompa Loompas bustling about. But a Willy Wonka event in Glasgow, Scotland that was billed as an immersive experience turned out to be less than stellar. In fact, when some ticket holders showed up with their kids, they called the police. <laughs> they called the police. And I'm going to I'm gonna show the pictures. Yeah, we have uh, to show the you. pictures to, to bring this home. Podcast yeah. people, we'll do the best to describe this to you. Yeah, we'll do our best. And uh, I'm going to share my screen with you all. So this was the this was shared by a uh, by someone named Stuart Sinclair. Uh, we'll give him credit for it. He shared it on he shared it on Facebook. It was in the article on CBS News, and I'll share my screen. It's on Facebook. Uh, you can go check it out if you desire. But here's what it looked like on the way in. There's the <laughs> velvet rope, <laughs> and there's just a painting of whatever that is in the background. I I, I can't tell if it's the Shire. If it's a walk into Willy Wonka's, uh, Willy Wonka's chocolate factory, I, I can't really tell. It's it's just a velvet rope. It's a red rope, a VIP rope. <laughs> and according to the article, they were parents. Some parents had one. And a Stuart Sinclair gentleman, who's brave enough to share this on his Facebook page, he drove two hours with three kids and paid. Oh. $44 a ticket. Oh my god, a ticket for the oh, event. That's so terrible. This, yeah, so this gentleman this gentleman spent over $130 for his three kids and he's and it's this is not this is just the first picture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it gets worse. It gets worse. <laughs> yeah. There's the there's Willy Wonka. There's the part of the chocolate factory with the edible flowers. That's the that's the scene with the edible flowers. Uh huh. Uh huh. Note the immersive concrete floor on the <laughs> on the bottom, and uh, you know also, hey, I know people try their best. I don't really have a design eye. You can ask one of my ex girlfriends. She, <laughs> I do not have a design eye. But anyway, um, these are like haphazardly set up too. Like they're yeah. not even trying to they're not even trying to work with the space. It's just <laughs> I no. don't know. No. And we'll go to the next picture. The flat screen TV and like just like <laughs> background sets. I would use that for a green screen. Yeah. Which reminds me, I should probably I should probably get one of those for my green screen someday. <laughs> or just have we'll, like we'll yeah. use you will know, we'll do we'll, we'll get that background and use it as a backdrop for no kitchen required <laughs> oh yeah yeah we can do that you know oh make man make it look real nice in here but i mean this is like you know what this reminds me of because I, I watched i watched the news report as well you know so, so i was looking at some of the video that that people had shot of this thing and the whole time i'm i'm thinking about it and, and ryan and anybody else from the 518 you'll get this reference mm -hmm. it me of like Latham Circle Mall now, like you know yeah. that that's what this looks like. 
a wasteland. This is not an immersive experience. This is a wasteland. The audience you charge $44 a ticket for this. And I also want to say shout out to the actors because one of the parents that was interviewed oh. on the video segment that uh, that he mentioned, you know, he said his older kids laughed it off a little bit, but he's got a four-year-old daughter. The daughter was like crestfallen, you know, because she was telling mm -hmm. teachers that she was going to be meeting Willy Wonka. He did say, he said the actors were great. They tried their best to, uh, you know, to, to lift the spirits of the kids and like uh, – and and work with what they were given the best they could but by some reports and i didn't do much research into this but apparently the actor one of the actors that played willy wonka has willy not wonka. Been paid he has not been paid so i would mm -hmm. venture a guess if wonka's not paid i bet the oompa loompas aren't paid either <laughs> this is yeah, this another looks like another it's just a repeat of the last picture and there's there's more there's a line ish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the there's thing the rainbow. Was you walk in? <laughs> I mean, that's better than I can do, but that's not saying much. Yeah. And the, the other thing is you should have had this in a smaller space because it wouldn't, mm -hmm. it still would have looked bad, but it wouldn't look as bad. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the church I go to, they meet in a, a, a boys and girls club. That could have been a better venue than an abandoned warehouse. Hey, if it's good enough for LeBron, it's good enough for this. <laughs> I had to do oh, it. I had God. to do it. My king. <laughs> He's there taking his talents to the Wonka immersive experience. Yeah, I mean, there was one picture. I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to find the picture. It was one of the Oompa Loompa actors. Uh, actress. I said it was an actress who didn't look like an Oompa Loompa at all. Like she didn't have the orange face. Mm -hmm. She just had green dyed green hair and she was sitting behind what looked like a meth lab. <laughs> I, <know. Honestly>. <laughs> <laughs> I got to oh. find the picture. It's just, yeah. it's, it's a train wreck. Yeah. This keep was a searching train wreck. And, <laughs> keep and searching I don't blame, I don't, I don't blame these, these moms or these parents at all. No, no. Oh, I, I would... found it. I found it. I found all the right. picture. I found the picture. I'm going to share it. Hang on. Yeah. So this was, this was, yeah, like I said, this was like the worst birthday party you've ever been to and you got to pay for it. <laughs> I know. It's so real. Like they, they should yep. have set this up. There she is. <laughs> there she is. This poor girl. Oh man. She just, <laughs> she's like, she's like, I'm so sorry, everybody. She's Matt Damon in the Dunk Kings commercial. She doesn't want to be there. Yeah, Julie from Michigan from the top rope. This is a Willy Wonka meets Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and this one has this one has the TMZ report has better pictures of. Uh, this is just like this, there's a there's a gummy bear. There's a very sad looking Oompa Loompa who barely looks like she wants to be there. Yeah, there's Willy. There's the Willy Wonka guy. Um, <laughs> he apologized. He apologized yeah. too. He's like, I'm so sorry that this happened. Also, I haven't been paid. And there's and apparently the kids got the kids, the kids who got there. Oh, half glass they, of lemonade. Yeah. Half glass of lemonade and two jelly beans. And they were promised chocolate. They were promised <laughs> all no so the chocolate. Wonka, the, the Wonka experience. 
Yeah, new details in the Willy Wonka disaster. Script was 15 pages of AI-generated gibberish. Oh, made my. up a villain called the Unknown, an evil chocolate maker who lives in the walls. And not Mr. Worms. Uh, worms, worm, worms. Not Mr. Uh, Slugworth. Mr. Slugworth. Slugworth, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Who, spoilers if it, if it, for... Yep, there it is. <laughs> if it had no chocolate. Book, book and the movie, he's actually an agent for Wonka, everybody. Oh. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. So this was, yeah, this was possibly one of the worst things I've ever seen. And there better be a documentary on this, like a fire. Yeah, we have to know about this. But it'll be, but here's the thing. It'll be in, it'll, it'll be kids from Scotland or, or parents from Scotland or the actors. It'll be in Scottish and we'll have to have, well, some of them will probably have to have uh, <laughs> subtitles because sometimes you can't understand what the Scots are saying, unfortunately. Hey man, I got a lot of Scottish heritage in my family, and sometimes I can't even understand what I'm yeah, saying. I'm, I'm, I'm Scotch Irish, same deal, same <laughs> deal. <laughs> but we're gonna move on from terrifyingly funny experience, which was also kind of sad. I feel I feel for the kids mostly. Yeah, the kids. I mean, that's got to be huge disappointment, and the parents, like you're saying, that 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 poor individual who drove two hours with three kids for that. Yeah. yeah, I'd be I'd probably be calling the cops, too. This is not a McDonald's didn't give me my last nugget. So I'm going to call 911 situation. This this like this is real anger. I would be calling the cops. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I guess. Yeah. People did call the cops because it was just a crazy, crazy, crazy time. All right. We're going to move on from chocolate to Football. So we got. The, so here we are, folks. Here's the sports talk you've been waiting for on a Saturday morning. We're going to talk about the NFL PA team rankings, and what this is is that this is a survey that's given to players uh, from the ML, from their from the NFL Players Union, the association. And what they do is that they take this poll. They've been doing this for the last couple of years. They've been taking a poll of teams to figure out which, in terms of personnel to sit in terms of personnel in terms of facilities in terms of nutrition all these th- these types of factors and they pull each team and uh, they figure out from the from, they pull each player and they figure out which teams are the best in the league in terms of uh the in terms of grades in terms of the grading system they started this in 20 they did this in 2023 and the teams, if I remember correctly, the two teams uh, that were the best in this poll were the Minnesota Vikings and the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. They had, I believe, I believe they had A or A minus grades in terms of uh, what how they were viewed. So if I go to the page, I'm gonna look at the Minnesota Vikings. And they ranked these in terms of, and they were second at the top of the thirty-two teams. So they ranked these these categories. They asked they asked the they they poll. Uh, in this poll, they ask what you know how the treatment of families, how mm-hmm. they rank the treatment of families, the food, the nutritionist, the locker room, training room, training staff, weight room, strength coaches, team travel, head coach, ownership. So out of this category, Minnesota ranked first in one, two, three, four categories, and second in one, two, three, four categories. So in terms of treatment of families, 
they ranked, they had an, they got an A. They were first. They provided the, the Minnesota Vikings owners. I believe it's Ziggy Wolf. Mm-hmm. It is provided. Yep, they provide a family room at the game, and they provide daycare on game day. Okay. Uh, in terms of food cafeteria, they rank seventh overall in taste and freshness. Uh, nutritionist, dietitian, they were finished first. They got an A. Uh, players give their dietitian the highest individual grade of any dietitian in the NFL. 96% of players feel like they get an individualized plan. So this is just a, basically a ranking of teams. They ask the players, okay, how do you feel about family? Like how do they treat your family? How do they treat you individually as a person? Do you have a do you have a personalized nutrition plan? Do you how do you feel the weight room is? Um, the training staff, how do you feel about them? Your coaches, your strength coaches, your head coach, your team travel. This was a really fascinating survey. So the the first the two the two teams that finished one two, Miami finished first. And Minnesota finished second. I don't know if you got a chance to read the poll, but do you know who finished the bottom two? Uh, well, I pulled up the page and I was looking at, I was looking at some of the grades, and some of them shocked me. I I can't remember who finished in the bottom two, but I am going to guess. I'm going to guess based on some of the things the the Arizona Cardinals got to be towards the bottom based on some of their overall grades and their owner getting an F. Uh, and there's a few F minuses on this thing. I didn't even know you you know. Um, but the Kansas City Chiefs, some of their rankings surprised me as well. Uh, but I'm going to guess the Arizona Cardinals was one of the bottom two, and I don't really have another guess for. All right, so. Kansas City finished thirty first. Okay, so I was I was in there. It's Kansas yeah. City. Well, well, here's the thing. I mean, with in terms of training room, training staff, locker room, they got Fs. Yeah, in those categories, Fs and Ds in those categories. But here's the thing. Here's what I got. I got pushed back on in terms of facilities. Arrowhead Stadium is one of the oldest stadiums in the league. I believe it opened some somewhere. I think it opened up in the nineteen. I think it's nineteen seventy four. If I'm not mistaken, I'll have to check on. All right, real time research going on. Nineteen seventy two. Okay. Yep. And they've had several renovations since then. They had renovations in nineteen ninety one, nineteen ninety four, and then two thousand seven through two thousand ten. This is an older facility, so. In terms of locker room space, yeah, you're not going to get a whole lot of locker room space because of the fact that it's an older facility. Now, if they like, if I remember correctly, the Royals are starting to they're going to build their own stadium somewhere in Kansas City, which I think would be a huge mistake because, yeah, the Chiefs and the Royals share a parking lot together. Mm-hmm. Like they're right next to they're right next to each other in terms of space. So, but here's the thing: head coach, they finished with an A plus. Yeah. Yeah, because of Sandy Reid. Mm-hmm. No, he he clearly is not the problem, as perceived no. by his own players in Kansas City. And I, if if you are right, a little little deviation. If you are right about the Royals building a new stadium, I'm very shocked because I've heard nothing but great things about Kauffman Stadium with the with the fountains, everything else. I you know that was on my list of stadiums to visit. That one there, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I was shocked by some of these Chiefs. How about the owner? The owner of the Chiefs getting getting some uh, some real heat here. 
Not uh, not yeah. very good. F minus. Yeah. F minus. It says it says club owner Clark Hunt receives a rating of four point nine out of ten from Chiefs players when considering his willingness to invest in the facilities. And again, it's the building's fifty going on sixty. 52 years old. It's a 52 year old building. It's had several renovations, but yeah, I, I understand if you're, if you're concerned about the facilities, but you're, you're a winning team. Mm -hmm. And there's, mm -hmm. th and there's some things that they have to, they have to improve on the treatment of families. They got a D plus. Oh yeah. So they said so they provide a family room at the stadium. They provide daycare across the street on game day. And it says a number of players want daycare to be offered on site, like most NFL teams, which will make it more convenient for their families. Um, New England finished 29th. Yeah. I forgot that I forgot who the other bad team was because Kansas City finished 31st. I'm trying to figure out who finished 32nd. It wasn't it? Wasn't uh, it? Wasn't the Patriots? Although the Patriots have a lot to be desired. On, yeah, the Patriots in terms of. In terms of treatment of families, it says they're, only, they're one of the 12 teams that do not provide a family room during games. They're one of seven teams that do not provide daycare support for players' children on game day. And they're only one of four teams that do not offer a either a family room or daycare. So Robert Kraft this missed the mark at Gillette Stadium Yeah, uh, for families. Yeah, and, you know, I doubt that this team is at the bottom based because their their grades do improve as you as you move through the categories. But how about the Cincinnati Bengals? They get an F minus in treatment of families. They get an F minus in the food cafeteria. They get an F minus in the nutritionist dietitian D plus for the locker room. Then when you get to the training room, it's B plus. Training staff B plus B plus, so their their average do start to does start to go up there. But the Cincinnati Bengals coming out with some real stinkers. <laughs> yeah, you the I'm I just catching up on the Los Angeles Chargers. They had a really bad grade too. They finished 30th out of the 32 teams. They received an F for treatment of families. They charged 75 dollars for the first child and $50 for each additional child per family for daycare on game day. Come the Spanos on. family is ridiculous. And overall, overall, that was going to be one of the things I wanted to get into NFL, NFL teams treat the players, families better. Jesus. Some of these grades, are, like it, it's bad almost across the board for the majority of the NFL. Very few A's and B's in there. Yeah, Minnesota got an A, Miami got an A, um, Dallas Cowboys got an A minus. Let's see who else got an A. San Francisco 49ers got an A minus. Yeah. Yeah, that was going to be one of the ones that stuck out to me, although in my opinion, a little bit of uh football talk ah, here. I finally if... figured I finally found who finished 32nd. Oh, okay. We and we're sorry, we're sorry, Drew Willingham, if you're watching. Oh, play or yeah, I should have. The Washington me. Commanders finished 32nd <laughs> out of 32 teams. They received the worst grades. Oh but man! To be fair, to be fair, mm -hmm. this team just got a change in ownership. Yes, you got to give them time to so even out. You gotta give you gotta give them time to really. And this was this this survey took place, I guess, during the season. So okay. It's going to be interesting to see what happens if they can, if they can uh, 
kind of continue from here. Get yeah. Oh, the only way to go forward. Yeah, treatment of families. They received an F minus. Ugh. Yeah. No, they got to get. They got to get some of that. It's going to take a while, I think, for them to get that Schneider stink off of them. Yeah. Patented no regret. <laughs> and here's the thing, like about that you were mentioning about the New Orleans Saints. It's New Orleans. New Orleans has some of the best food in the world. I know. Of, like great cooking, like Cajun and gumbo and, and Emerald. I mean, bring in Emerald Lagasse. Bam. To be your head <laughs> chef. Come on. Yeah, you'd be yeah. kicking it up a notch down there. But yeah, I yeah. Some of these grades really surprised me. And I did go, you know, of course, naturally, you're gonna go, you're gonna go to your own oh. team, right? You know, the Seahawks, they get a treatment. They get a C for treatment of families, which compared to the majority of the rest of this chart, not too bad. <laughs> you know. But so then I'm, they... reading, I'm reading the Washington Commanders locker room situation. Get this. Oh right? man. F minus for a locker room. Only 26% of players feel like they have enough room in their individual lockers. Last. Only 19% of players feel like the locker room is big enough. 32nd overall. Many players feel that the locker room is way too small and need, a, and need a reservation. Again, FedEx Field is one of the old, I mean, in terms of facilities, it's one of the oldest in the league. Yeah. But here's the here's what is the kicker. Players met, also mentioned issues with cleanliness, Oof. setting multiple sewage leaks this season. Oh, come on. Come on. Oh. You got to, I mean, geez. Invest in uh, invest in the guts of the building. You know that. Yeah, that's the thing. So many people, um, you know, sometimes you renovate. Everybody wants to make everything look beautiful, but you got to make sure that your building, your house, whatever it is, has good guts. Because all you're doing is putting lipstick on a pig if the internals of the building don't work correctly. Oh, gross. Yeah, so I'm looking at the I'm looking at the oldest to newest stadiums in the league. Soldier Field is the oldest. Yeah. Followed by Lambeau Field, Arrowhead Stadium. I refuse to call it Highmark Stadium. It's New Era Field. Uh Superdome, Hard Rock Stadium, Everbank or T I A A Craft Stadium Field, wow. Jacksonville, Bank of America Stadium, which is the original stadium the Carolinas Panthers have always played in. Same with Everbank or TIAA craft yeah. field in Jacksonville and then FedEx field and FedEx field is one of the oldest in terms of it's the old one of the oldest facilities in the league. So yeah, I mean, I can understand where ownership wants to set it up. They want to make sure they can try to get into, go back to downtown Washington, DC. Although Ted Leonsis has announced that he's going to have a new facility for the capitals and the, uh, Washington Wizards somewhere in Northern Virginia around the Arlington area. He's trying to lobby for that. Okay. Uh, so it's so they're trying to get back in. The only teams that play in downtown Washington right now are the Washington Nationals and DC United, the soccer team, the MLS team. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if the command I don't know if the um defenders are in the UFL. I'm not sure if they were one of the four teams, the eight teams from the XFL that made it into um the UFL, but I'll double check it. I'll double check because they would have played their games at Audi Field, uh, which is where DC United plays. So, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Here's my thing. I've I've gone this hobby horse for quite a while about NFL stadiums and owners crying poverty every time they have to try to get a new stadium. Or, I mean, 
it sucks that the Giants and the Jets have to share a stadium. Same with the Chargers and the and the Rams. And I think the, I think the facilities for the Rams and the Chargers received high marks because it's a newer stadium. It's a newer yeah. stadium. For all these owners who cry poverty, who cry poverty for wanted a new stadium, or else they're going to be threatened, or else they're going to threaten to move. Again, this is where the NFL should come in and say, "Hey, and as and, and again, this is why this is what I propose in my in my commissioner, uh, running for commissioner in the NFL of, of Major League Baseball in 2030. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the league has to step in and help out. It just can't. It, yes, I, I agree that it can't exclusively be all on the owner. It can't exclusively be all on the cities they're in. It has to be the the league has to step in at some point and say, "Hey, you know." We have to help out. We got up there facilities. We got to make sure they're new. You're a multi-billion-dollar industry. Yeah, you can help out. Yeah, yeah. It should be the equivalent of like you know, like every few years. And I don't know how this works, but every every maybe every decade or so, the oldest stadium in the NFL gets like you know, it's like a okay. There's going to be an improvement project. If not, if if a new stadium is not available, we're going to improve the existing facilities. We're going to we're going to renovate. You know, it should it should be. I don't know how to propose that, but it should be like some sort of timeline that each. So so every 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 decade or so, the oldest stadium just gets renovated. Like there's money that's put into a communal pool, and that and that's what happens. I don't know how it would work, but I think I think something like that would be beneficial. But because you're right, it should it should not be all on the owner, but it certainly should not be all on the taxpayers. Too many times, too many times the city residents are asked to foot the bill for these monster stadiums. And then as you and I have complained about before and our complaints are justified, Mm -hmm. it is not a quick voyage to Yankee Stadium for us. And then you have to pay the parking and then you have Mm -hmm. to pay. And then even if you. Even if you drive down to Poughkeepsie and take the train, you're still paying yep. for a, ta- a train ticket. You, it's mm-hmm. it's a challenge just to get to the stadium, and then you get in there, and you know, I'm I'm pulling out some numbers, but I don't think they're too far off for like a beer that would be considered bottom of the barrel cheap. You know, of of some of our domestic beers, no shade against anybody, but it's like you're paying ten dollars for that, and then if you want a imported beer you're getting a heineken for like 15 dollars. you know yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's look, ridiculous look, look i i went i i had dinner with my parents last night we did chris we did three years worth of christmas in one night it was awesome oh, but nice. i stopped I, I stopped at uh well what used to be known as minogue's it's beverage mm-hmm. center in this area it's now known mm-hmm. as bevs b-e-v-s like but for beverages yeah and i got a, i got a four pack of walter's pilsner from germany import from germany six dollars nice four pack it, it right. was actually really great beer too yeah i would like so to like, try it's that ridiculous, it's ridiculous paying 12 bucks for a beer at yankee stadium or anywhere else in particular mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean at least at least you go to the minor league ballpark you go to you go to joe bruno stadium for a valley cats game you're not only paying for beer you're paying for good local beer too you got brown oh Broom. yeah brown room is awesome Mm-hmm. It's right there, and you know what? We're 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 having a little bit of production meeting on the show. We're going to Valley Cats games this season. Let's do it. Woo. Anybody yeah, that wants sure. to join us, any cred head out there that's local to the five one eight, 
meet us at the meet us at a Valley Cats game. We'll get together in the Discord. We'll figure out a date. Yeah, yeah. And I, I also forgot to mention last week we talked to uh, my buddy, my buddy Jeff Levac from Levac and Gaz. He's also team president of the Albany Firebirds. We're gonna be covering Albany Firebirds football on this on this show. Oh, awesome! Uh, All right. Once it kicks off, so we're gonna we're gonna stay tuned to the YouTube channel. We have interviews. We're gonna have we're gonna do do some special things to the Firebirds. I think. Awesome. Yeah, but I think I think the NFL these NFLPA surveys and it's actually it's a great thing. I think it's a great thing that th- this is the the this uh group is doing. Yeah. It, it brings the spot it puts the spotlight on the owners to say, "Hey, we need to be more efficient in our training. We need to uh we need to we need to we need you to put some investments in the facilities, the training locker, the training room, especially the weight room." I I I guess saw the New England Patriots weight room is below standards for an NFL weight room. There were some players who said I would rather go to some of the local gyms around the Foxborough area. Wow, have better facility, have better have better weights, better machines than what's at Gillette Stadium at the training facility in New in New England. So that's unbelievable. Yeah, these, so and like and again, I hate when these owners cry poverty. I hate when these owners say. Oh, we can't afford to do this. We can't afford to do that. Yes, you can. You're mm-hmm. billionaires. You're yeah. billionaires. There was a reason why you became billionaires. You invested wisely in the companies that you built. And what are you going to do? Like, you, are you going to treat this as a as a prop? Are you going to treat this as you treat your teams as a as a mental piece to say, "Oh, I go to parties and I say I'm an NFL team owner." No, mm-hmm. no. These are these. There's a reason why your players are the most Look, I understand paying the players' contracts. The players are the most important. The players are, yes, their most important investment on your team. But you can also put your money into other investments like good food, good nutritionists, great staff for training staff, a great weight room. Look, there are some – I guarantee that there are probably some better weight rooms in NCAA football Division I right now. For sure. That are miles ahead of NFL weight rooms. Miles for ahead. sure there for sure there are you've seen some of these i think i think the facilities at oregon come to mind um, alabama smu yeah yep. um any sec basically any sec school not named vanderbilt has better a lot, <laughs> has better weight rooms and weight facilities than yeah than NFL what the locker room that's or nfl weight room that's sad yeah, it's ridiculous. And you can say what you want. And and I might be a little biased because I'm a Mavs fan, right? But Mark mm-hmm. Cuban, during his tenure as sole owner of the Mavs, he is no longer sole owner of the Mavs, if memory nope. serves. There's a, there's a he's, he brought he brought somebody else in to help, you know, run the team, but he is he is uh still running the the NBA side of things. I think the business side of the Mavs is now under different stewardship. But back in the day, I remember an interview where Mark Cuban said one of the things I wanted to change when I came to Dallas, he updated all their facilities, he updated the the travel conditions for for the team. He updated a lot of things because he said, look, he, he basically said something, and I'm heavily paraphrasing here, but he basically said, Dallas has proven not to be a destination. I want to make it a destination. And some of the ways that I can do that are in making sure my players have the best 
facilities, the best travel conditions. I want to make sure my treat my players are treated well because word of mouth word of mouth is a thing and that will help attract others here. You know, it hasn't always worked out. Um, I remember, especially in the mid 2000s, free agents, Dallas was always getting spurned. I was I was never happy, but it wasn't mm-hmm. for lack of trying. Yeah. And I wonder if some of these some of these rankings have are uh, can be a factor in where a free agent goes when he, declares, when he declares for free agency. It's got to be. It's got to be. A hundred percent. If we go back to our no ticket required, which we'll be making a regular return this summer, you heard it here first. Um, remember that in the in the Moneyball movie, they talked about you got to pay for your own sodas in Oakland. You know, people mm-hmm. people remember that kind of stuff, and you bet your bottom dollar that a player's like. I don't want to, you know, to us, it may seem small, but often it's the small things in life, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. All right, folks, we're going to take our lone commercial break. When we come back, we're talking about Nicole Hardman and the scandal. And this is is bad. This is bad. I can't wait to hear your thoughts as a fan, a, a fan of your beloved Jets. Come on, everybody. Join us after the break. This is going to be. Oh, I got up. Oh, I got thoughts. thoughts. (laughs) Stick around for more No Credentials Required. This episode of No Credentials Required is brought to you by Invader Coffee. For the coffee lover who wants good, quality coffee with no bullshit and no filler, Invader Coffee is an ultra-premium, veteran-owned coffee company proudly delivering only the best coffee your hard-earned money can buy. They aim to only serve the highest-quality, organic, air-roasted coffee beans sourced from free trade farms all over the world. They keep things simple. The best coffee at an affordable price in order to provide you with the value you deserve for your morning boost. 100% fair trade, 100% organic coffee beans, 100% air roasted, 100% money back guarantee. Visit invadercoffee.com, enter promo code BELLYUP at checkout, and receive 15% off your order. That's right, folks. Invader Coffee, one of our proud affiliate sponsors with No Credentials Required and with Belly Up Sports. Listen, some of the best coffee I've ever had is Invader Coffee because it's air roasted, so it reduces acidity. You get a nice, clean texture, nice, clean taste whenever you have your coffee. And they also come in a convenient curry cup. So get yourself some K-Cups. I ordered some K-Cups because, we're, like I said, beginning at the top of the show, my house is go. My kitchen is going undergoing reservation uh, reservations renovations, <laughs> and I can't do my usual coffee at my French press coffee every morning. So I got K cups. I ordered some K cups on a bitter coffee, and I use our affiliate link, which is in the description on Facebook and on YouTube. It'll also be in the podcast description. But not only can you help this, this show with by ordering Invader coffee from our link, you can also save fifteen percent off your order with promo code BillyUp, as that very handsome man in the voiceover said. So, go to... And Dustin, tell, you, you love Invader Coffee, too. I mean, you, you got some good flavors out there. Come on. Let's I do. I've also ordered the K-Cups on many of the occasion to bring to the office, but right now, sitting in my cabinet off the top of my head, properly stored, of course, you got to keep the air and light out of your coffee. I have mm-hmm. the Warhorse Bacon Bourbon Blend. Love mm-hmm. to have that when I'm feeling extra fancy. I have the Break-In-Case-of-Emergency Blend, which I'm very excited to try. 
I have in my cup right now my Christmas MVP, the Cookie Crumble. I also have a bag right now of the Bad Santa blend. Can't wait for those holiday blends to return. I have had the Donut Dealer, which is one of my favorites. That I have been checking. I don't think it's back in stock yet. But, oh, man, there's just so many good ones to choose from. And I know I sound like a shill, but I pretty much – I have not had a flavor yet that, I, that I'm thinking, oh, I didn't like this. And the best part is when that craving hits you, their shipping is fast. You'll pay a little bit more, but it'll get to you quick. And one time, you know, after I ordered using our promo code, of course – um, I received a nice little handwritten thank you. It's steps like that that make me, you know, want to continue to support this company, and you should too. It's veteran-owned. We've talked about this. Support your veterans. It's awesome coffee. I couldn't say uh, enough good things about it. Yeah, yeah. If you love your country, you love your veterans, get yourself some Invader coffee today. Use the link in the description, and also use promo code BELLYUP you save 15% off your order. And again, as I mentioned before, you might pay a little bit more a little bit more for shipping, but it comes quickly. It comes it comes quickly, two business days, you'll have fresh roasted coffee in your hands, ready to brew. And again, you can you get the whole bean, you can get ground, you can get ground. I prefer whole bean cuz I like to do the grinding myself. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> no, it makes me uh, feel like a man. Right. <laughs> right. So get yourself some invader coffee today all right our final topic of the saturday morning brunch Woo, miko <laughs> my goodness this was just this has just been a complete crap show uh let's go back to the beginning so on the pivot podcast which is, i guess is an is a four-letter network podcast with ryan clark he had Mecole Hardman on. Mecole Hardman was the gentleman who caught the game-winning pass to win the Super Bowl for the Kansas City Chiefs. He was not with the Chiefs the entire season, though. He was he signed a one-year contract with the New York Jets, my New York Jets, uh, in free agency last year. He was projected to be the punt returner. He was going to be the gadget guy who kind of did the gadget things in the offense, I believe. I, my theory is he signed because Aaron Rodgers was coming to New York as mm. the quarterback, and he wanted to play with Aaron Rodgers. I don't blame him. That's a safe thing. bet. Now, here's the timeline of what happened with him. He gets hurt during during the preseason. He injures his hand. I believe he had a broken hand or some sort of injury to his hand, which, is effect, which affected his punt catching ability, his pass catching ability. He got beat out for the punt returner spot by Xavier Gibson. Who was an undrafted free agent? He was the he was the, the guy who he was a player who brought back that touchdown uh, in Week One after Aaron Rodgers went down four plays into the season for the Jets, and he got the walk off touchdown for the Jets on Monday night. Very emotional game. I was roller coaster. Anyway, so Miko Hardman was not configured into the he wasn't configured in the Jets offense had a very difficult time as his tenure with the Jets and allegedly some some time in during the season he was texting to the GM in Kansas City and 
former teammate Patrick Mahomes, at the time former teammate Patrick Mahomes, he was texting to them with the quote, come get me, as in, come get me out of New York. Mm-hmm. He says, and I'm going to quote here, this is from the article that was on ESPN, because I'm telling you right now, I was so checked out like it was over with. I already talked to G- Chiefs GM Brett Veach and or, or yeah Brett Veach and Pat Mahomes like come get me. Two weeks after he sent that text, he was traded back to the Chiefs for a sixth round pick. Now allegedly, there's more. But wait, there's yeah. more. But wait, there's more. This second part is the one that got me because he is far from the first player to do that. You can't you can't hold that against him. I mean, I it it, it recently brings to memory of longtime Seahawk Earl Thomas, one of my favorites for a long time, but his tenure did not end well with the Seahawks. But I remember there was a particular game where they played the Dallas Cowboys, and after that game. Earl Thomas, who played his college ball at Texas, went into the Cowboys locker room to, you know, congratulate them or whatever. I can't remember if the Seahawks won or lost that game. And the audio, the mics picked him up saying, come get me. He said, come get me on like in to one of the to one of the Cowboys personnel in the locker room. So he is far. Nicole Hardman is far from the first person to do this. We've heard other stories about it. We've heard people recruiting at the Pro Bowl. I'm not saying it's 100 percent right, but you can't really hold this part against me, Cole. The next part, which you're about to get in to galled me. <laughs> so. Let me get into the tweet that was sent out by Connor Hughes uh, of SNY. And this is what he alleges from. This is what he alleges from several of his former of of Nicole Harmon's former teammates, including Sauce Gardner and Kenny Oboa. Uh, This is a quote. I'm quoting the tweet from Thursday, which came out about 744 p.m. Eastern. He says, and I quote, yes, I'm told there was validated belief from the Jets that wide receiver Mikael Hardman, frustrated by his lack of usage, leaked game plans to the opposition as implied by several players today. Not just the Eagles game, but also the Chiefs. And he goes on to say, ironically, the Eagles victory was arguably the best of the season for the Jets, while Zach Wilson enjoyed the best game of his career against the Chiefs. I confirmed confirmed that was the best that was the best until a best game of his career until uh that fumble which saw the jets not get the ball back period and they would have beaten the they would have beaten the chiefs if uh zach wilson hadn't fumbled and we had that phantom no holding call and we also had that phantom holding call on defense that's neither here nor there so yeah two of his former teammates allege yeah he leaked plans to the opposition for two of those weeks. But then, but wait, there's more. <laughs> now, Nicole Hardman comes out yesterday. There's an article by Rich Samini, who's a beat writer for the ES for the Four Letter Network. He comes out and says that Nicole Hardman denied. He issued a denial on Twitter in which I say, quote, these were false accusations made about me and my character. To get the rec- to set the record straight, I have never and would never leak game plans to another team. I have 
never been a person to give an opponent an upper hand. I always want to win, no matter the circumstances. End quote. This is nuts. Yeah. This is absolutely nuts. And I have a feeling this is going to affect Hardman's standing as a free agent. Mm-hmm. It's also going to affect it. I, I think if the NFL uh, and the NFL won't investigate this because a Kansas city is two time, two time. <laughs> shout out Booker T. Yeah. Uh, of Super, course, uh, defending Super Bowl champion. It's also the New York jets, which, which the NFL treats like a redhead stepchild as, a, as an organization. So there won't be an investigation of this. I have, I have, that's my feeling about the manner. But if there was an investigation into this, there's possible tampering involved. Mm-hmm. There's possible cheating involved because Lord mm-hmm. knows we've seen enough cheating with the New England Patriots between the displayed footballs and the videotape scandal uh, for the Super Bowl when they played the Rams when they won their first Super Bowl. Lord knows there's always some sort of accusations of cheating and tampering mm-hmm. and whatnot. And yeah, this is going to definitely affect Michael Hardman's free agency standing because he is a free agent. He's set to be a free agent on March 14th. If you were a GM, Dustin, would you touch, would you even reach no. out to Michael Hardman? No, I would not because the thing is, and, and we have to say, Innocent until proven guilty. This is the way it should work. But if yeah. there, if there is truth to this, um, no, he would be on the NFL equivalent of the blacklist for me. I would not, I would not want him on my roster. And I feel I would feel like a lot of NFL GMs and coaching staffs uh, would feel the same way. Why go near it? Because no shade to Mecole. He is talented, yeah. without a doubt. He made the NFL. He's good enough to play in the NFL. He's had some success in the NFL. But correct me if I'm wrong, but I do not think he is considered a a number one receiver or even a number no. number two. I think he, he is the he is like he, a third option on most plays, even for the Chiefs. I would Chiefs. say I would say he's better as a punt returner and a wider a fifth option as a wide receiver and the uh, coming out of the slot mm-hmm. as a slot he's a slot receiver he's not that big he's fast but he's not that big yeah. and yeah it, it'll be considered an, a veteran option because he's been in the league for quite for a little bit mm-hmm. but I, th- I think the only team that, that they'll really give take a flyer on him is the Kansas City Chiefs because he's familiar with those players he's familiar with that system he's familiar yeah. with Andy Reid yeah, and they know they know him a little bit. There's familiarity there, but but let me just put it this way: the 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 first thing that he has said that he did, uh, texting other teams and saying "get me out of here," that's enough in some mm-hmm. cases for most teams to be like, "All right, I'm not touching that guy because if I don't use him to the degree that he likes, he's going to start." trying to search elsewhere. He's not going to want to be here. He's not going to want to be invested. He's not going to want to give us a chance. So maybe I'm being a little strict, but that alone is enough for me to be like, yeah. And then this second part, this second part is unbelievable. That's like a Mm -hmm. psyops operation. You know, we got to get Jesse Ventura uh, from his compound in Mexico to start looking for the documents. I call, I called Nicole Hardman. 
and we just we wanted him to get out of New York because Aaron Rod he wasn't being utilized on that <laughs> offense. So we had to send him back to Kansas City. I have the papers. I have the papers to prove it. Uh, I built a direct conduit from New York to the basement <laughs> of Arrowhead. It's going to be the tunnel is going to be used for the renovations that are about to happen. <laughs> but I mean, this is no, I would not bring him in. I would not bring him in. What about what about you, Ryan? As as a Jet fan, you have a little bit more familiarity with me, Cole, than I do. Uh, but I want to hear your thoughts because I would not bring him in. I yeah, I I wouldn't bring him in uh, in either. I think he's done so much bad will according to his former teammates, um, notably Sauce Gardner and uh, and Kenny Oboa. And and Sauce Gardner is one of the best as arguably the best player on the Jets. So if he's saying something about Mikol Hardman leaking game plans to the opposition the date the day before a game, you got to look into that. But again, it's the NFL. And the NFL yeah. is not good. And right now, the golden calf of the NFL is the Kansas City Chiefs because they bring in so much money, so much attention, so many eyes because of the Swifties. And I'm not putting this on the Swifties again. Yeah. No, again, don't. But you can come at me again. Swifties, Beehive, a band of orcs, same people. Uh, but uh, but no, it, it, there has to be some sort. If if the NFL was fair, and they treated all 32 teams the same. I would look. I would look into it. I would. I, I. If I were the. If I were Joe Douglas, or who's kind of, kind of like, eh, you know, this is. This is not. We're not focused on this right now. Although I would put a line into the commissioner if I was Woody Johnson and say, "Hey, look, can we look into this? Can we do an investigation?" Because they did the, yeah. all those investigations on the New England Patriots for so many years, and it backfired. It backfired. Yeah. Because all we got was the Patriots all day and all night for two decades. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting the same treatment for the Kansas City Chiefs because they're the golden calf. They're the golden. They're the standard right now. They're the standard. Great, but when you have teammates, former teammates, alleging of possible cheating, and now possible tampering, and you said it, it's on the record. It's on the record on a podcast available mm-hmm. to everyone. To everyone, if you want to download it, but don't don't know, don't download that podcast because. That four-letter network gets enough scratch. Download our podcast. <laughs> yeah, and check out the check out the other podcasts on the Belly Up Network, and take it take a yes. take a stop by the Belly Up YouTube channel. We got we got a bunch of great shows. Yeah, we whatever do. your interest is, we have something on Belly Up for you. For but, sure, but also sure. you know, kick us kick us a download as well, or two or ten, <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, this is something worth look, worth looking into because this is just this is this is we, you got tampering, you got cheating. You've got it, a player on the record saying, "Yeah, I texted, I texted Pat Beach and I texted Pat Mahomes, or, or Brett Beach, I texted yeah. Pat Mahomes. I told him get me out of here, and eventually they did. They managed to work it out. They sent mm-hmm. a sixth round pick for this year for Michael Hardman. Michael Hardman, hey, good for you. Caught the game winning pass in the Super Bowl." Good for you. You got your ring. Good for you. Sorry you had a miserable experience in New York. But that's on you. That's on you. It's not on the team. It's not the New York Jets. It's not on it's not on Aaron Rodgers. It's on you to make your experience a good one. And you mm-hmm. didn't. You got you got oh, 
and this is the ult here's the ultimate shade. Here's the ultimate shade. I got this bookmarked on on my Twitter page. And it's from Thomas Morstead, the punter. Ooh, okay. You're gonna get bodied by the punter. You did something, you do you done that. <laughs> and he said on Thursday, quote, be careful getting information from disgruntled former employees. Getting beat up by a rookie free agent after being guaranteed millions of dollars is tough to deal with. Entitlement is a killer of opportunity. You have to earn it every year. Close quote. <laughs> Pay that man. Yeah. Pay that man. If there's, if there's like three free agents from the Jets I want back, Thomas Hart, Thomas Morstead's one of them. Yeah. Because yeah. he absolutely bodied. Nicole Hardman in that tweet. Absolutely <laughs> And uh Thomas, we know you're a big fan of the show. You're always you're always interested in hearing Ryan's takes on your Jets. Uh swing by. We'd love to have you as a yes. guest. Thomas Moore said the true punt god. <laughs> Not that Matt Ariza guy. But yeah, no, you know what? You know, we'll close up with some comments. I never got a chance to read the comments after uh the commercial. So we'll go to, so to close the show, we're gonna we're gonna read your comments. We got we had a lot of them today. A lot. Nice, of them. nice. I'm happy people are in there. Thanks for watching, engaging Absolutely. with us. Brother Josiah says Dave Landau is epic. Yes, he's hysterical. I got. I love Dave Landau. <laughs> he's great. Sick Diggy, friend of the show, checking in from Norway, says, "What in the almond butter and blackberry jelly sandwich? That actually sounds delicious." My <laughs> apologies, folks, but I had to keep it alternatively organic for a moment. <laughs> Julie from Michigan about the. Uh, Firefest for Kids says oh, that yeah. was a horror movie. Brother Josiah says it looks like kids set this up for a school play. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes. A thousand percent. Sick coming in with the what and the Don King's bad perm is this nonsense. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Julie saying, oh, there were actors. Bless their heart. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're trying their best. Brother Josiah, the Oompa Loompas should sing a song about this horror. And he goes on to sing Oompa Loompa Doompa Dee Doo I have the perfect puzzle for you. What do you do when you rip people off causing Ryan and Dustin to scoff? <laughs> there you go. There you go. Nicely done. I, I can carry a tune, but not that far. Not that far. <laughs> Uh, six saying the Oompa Loompas were most likely picketing from across the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were probably led by Peter Dinklage, who says, "No, there's, there's, there's not so many roles for the, 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 the little people in Hollywood are demeaned." And yeah, and he goes on to like win like a, a, an Emmy from in Game of Thrones. Shut up, Peter. Dinklage. I mean, he was great as Tyrion Lannister. He was. He drinks and he knows things. I mean, yes, on. and he also was great as his role in. Elf, I can't remember the name of the author. He must he be plays. a South Pole. <laughs> Schmitty, what, what up? up? What's what up, going Schmitty? on? And I have to read this ad from Sick Diggy, otherwise he'll be uh, he'll become apoplectic. <clears throat> <clears throat> this Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory disaster is brought to you by Yuck Mouth Dental Insurance. Either keep it minty fresh or keep it shut. <laughs> It also says, I'm sure the folks at Hershey Inc. will be stepping up with their theme park. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. After after seeing uh, the heat that this immersive experience brought, Hershey's on notice. They're 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 quaking. They're <laughs> right. Step it up, Hersh. 
Jersey G, queen of the Taylor pork roll chicken in, absolutely would have thought it was for human trafficking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Sh- Sh- Sam Shady saying good morning. Good morning. Uh, he also, uh, talking about the, uh, we're transitioning over to the NFL PA poll. Sick also says, you're right about New Orleans cooking. Why else is Zion Williamson so bloated? <laughs> oh, man. Shot at the Pelican star there. That's right. Jersey G also checking in saying, drain the swamp in the locker room of uh, <laughs> FedEx Field. <laughs> she also says, like the video if you haven't already. Absolutely, folks. Like the video. Please like the video if you're watching on YouTube or on Facebook. Uh, we also got a couple of likes and and uh, hearts on Facebook, including from your sister, Dustin. So, Oh, there we go. Maybe she is watching today. I don't know. Hey, Thick also asks, she, he says, that brings up the question, how often are NFL or any other sports teams franchise audited? Who's looking in the books? I wish I had an answer for you, Sick. I, oh, I suspect that, yes, they are, especially for sap, cal, uh, salary cap purposes, but I, I wish I had an answer for you. I really don't know. That's a great question. Yeah, uh, that is. Probably, I could probably look into, but. Um, yeah, we'll have I, to do some some real-time research off the show to figure yes, that one out. Yes, for sure. Uh, Schmitty says, wealthy people are notoriously stingy. Not surprised they don't want to invest in their facilities. You are you are correct, sir. You you and I both know this. Jersey G, former Jersey G, who had formerly lived in San Diego, she says that people would see Chargers players in the local gyms in the greater San Diego area when they were in San Diego. Some still live in that area and still go. It's fascinating to you. Can you imagine that you're like you're like on the treadmill at a local San Diego gym and Philip Rivers just comes walking in there and you can ask him, like, hey, Philip, how's life with 10 kids? <laughs> hey god bless them i know i know, yeah. I, know P, I know my more center left friends are like he's got 10 kids this is terrible and it's like dude 10 it's not kids terrible. Are awesome. good for you good for you and your wife you're, you're yeah you're, you know they're you're obviously having... happy yeah exactly like let the man have his happiness yeah philip rivers i i will say it i miss i miss having philip rivers in the nfl just for Apparently, he was a great trash talker, but also I remember some of his post-game press conferences. They were just so – I don't know how to describe them. I I particularly want uh, remember one where he beat either the Giants or the – the Chargers beat either the Giants or the Colts at the time, more likely the Colts. Uh, and he was like – he basically said – and I'm not going to try to do a Philip Rivers impression on the air, but he was like – he was like, anytime you beat one of them Manning brothers, it's a good day, you know. And he's just sitting up there like laughing. <laughs> I go, or it could like have been the Bron- or it could have been the Broncos. Yeah, it might have been the Broncos, Broncos and the later because the, yeah, then Peyton was in his division for that. So uh, Sam Shady says, to be fair, to be fair, some of those local D one school, some of those D one schools have been making money, NFL money without paying players. That is true. Not anymore. But still. Yeah, not anymore. And IL is going to change the game, and I I think pretty soon you're going to see NFL type prices in the NCAA for football, especially because of NIL. Yeah, which is pretty sad. Uh, on the Miko Hardman thing, Shady Sam also says suspend him. I agree, for sure. 
Uh, Six Sing, the two-time, two-time was DDP. Sorry, I got it wrong. You can't oh. always be error-free on the show, Six. Again, we're not but, it, but I would <laughs> not be surprised. I would not be surprised if one Booker Teal Hoffman did say that as well. It's true. It's also, true. shout um, out to Stevie Ray, the other half of Harlem Heat, and Booker absolutely. T's brother. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, last comment of the day goes to Sick Diggy saying, was he scream- Was Nicole Hardman screaming, get me out of here, like Bugs Bunny? <laughs> maybe he was. I, I, maybe he was. <laughs> Munching on a carrot in the locker room. <laughs> Watch out, Pat. Mel Blank, the legend. The legend, Mel Blank. All right, folks, we're going to get out of here because we got other stuff to do on Saturday. I'm going to be at the MVP arena tonight for tonight's uh, uh, Tilly between the Firewolves and the Riptide. Uh, Dustin, what you got going on tonight? You watching any sports in particular this weekend? Uh, This weekend, I think it's largely going to be a movie and video game uh, weekend. I do have to go to my day job, get some work done, been very Mm -hmm. busy. So I'll be doing that, and then I'll be heading over to my sister's to finish our viewing of Oppenheimer. So far, Ooh. I got to say it, I don't want to cause a bunch of controversy, but I'm not that impressed with it. And you're Whoa. looking at somebody who's very interested in the subject of the Manhattan Project, the whole thing, always kind of been a history guy, especially that era of history. I know it's cliche to be into World War II, but come on, there was so much that happened around it. Um, oh. Dustin, before mm-hmm. you continue, I have some breaking news. Okay. All right. Brandon Staley. <laughs> I, I teased this at the beginning of the show. I teased this at the beginning of the show. I <laughs> Brandon Staley bad. has been hired by the San Francisco 49ers. And according to Adam Schefter, in a prominent staff role, possibly assistant head coach. <laughs> the 49ers just got a downgrade. I feel like that bug on Family Guy. Good, good. good. <laughs> I want to get Snowman's reaction. He must be <laughs> apoplectic. Snowman for watching. Love you. Shout out to you. Yeah, tune in to, to, to Snowman in the morning. You'll hear his thoughts, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you'll hear, you'll, you'll hear them on Monday. I'll probably be on the other on the receiving end of that rant. <laughs> 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 All right, we're going to get out of here, folks. But before we do that, just want to remind you about our socials, Twitter, Instagram, and the scarcely used TikTok. It's at NoCredsREQ. Facebook.com forward slash NoCredsREQ. YouTube.com forward slash at NoCredsREQ. And also on Rumble, find our show there. If you're on the replay, watching on the replay, thanks for checking us out. But we also want to, want to remind you to like, comment, share, and subscribe to all of our social channels right down here below. On the podcast side, subscribe to the podcast on your preferred podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Good Pods, rate and review, leave a five-star review, or leave a five-star rating, and if you're on a platform where you can review, we want you to bleep, please leave us a review and we'll even read it on the air. You have been tuned in to No Credentials Required, the Saturday brunch edition. And as always, No Credentials Required, it's a place where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. 
We're presented by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. For Dustin Henry, I'm Ryan McCarthy, and we want to say, please, enjoy your weekend. Be safe out there. And we'll talk to you on Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, and all our channels. We'll see you then. Good morning, everybody. <laughs>